Hello everyone, welcome to my trip trail, episode 75. It's only... Um... Blip, 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 blip. Is it 25? 25 episodes left till... Episode 100, oh my god. Okay, today I'm gonna talk about... How people dance like monkeys in order to just... Like, as a job, as a living and don't care at all about their own respect to themselves and that sort of thing before I came here today and as you can tell no studio lighting so it's quite dark if you're looking on YouTube if you're not and if you're on iTunes then you know you won't see my face okay but I want to dive into this very quickly and very like deep okay I watched this Netflix show called the american meme before i came here today and after i watched that i'm like i need to talk about this today i need to talk about this today okay my week not much you know work same thing i got published i noticed that three four days ago so yay it's in the same magazine shuba uh not this magazine um but i have to purchase that one i have to purchase two magazines now because i've been published twice and i haven't bought the magazines so yeah so the american meme what it is is about you know instagram everyone wants to get famous somehow likes turns into money followers turns into money and this sort of feeling of if you're popular on social media you become a star you become a celebrity you you make things you you get so much money you get people that love you and like comment so positive things and you're like it's a huge drug okay let me tell you one thing about myself about me okay just turn up the volume here on my on my voice because i'm getting passionate Ooh, okay no but honestly if you rule out alcohol okay if you rule out alcohol, I've never done drugs in my entire life. Not even, I haven't even tasted a cigarette in my life. Not snus, as you call it in Swedish. It's that brown shit bag you put, put over your, under your lip, over, under your over lip. Um, I have never done marijuana because, you know, why? Um, I have never done any sort of LSD or anything. The only thing I have done is meth. But that's it. No, I'm kidding. No, I haven't done any drugs except alcohol, okay? So, this meme thing, or this, this getting on social media goes in so deep. So, what this uh, American meme Netflix show is about, or like documentary... It's about people's lives and a few people that are very popular on, well, that was, but was Vine and now Instagram and that sort of thing. And did you know that Kim Kardashian was Paris Hilton's assistant? That's crazy. That's so crazy. Okay. Um, but, you know, and they film not just like the positive side of things, but the negative sides. And that's what I thought was so, so interesting because... 
once you do become popular, if you're doing a certain dance or something, then the audience and it, like you get millions of followers. Guess what? You're gonna have to do that dance again. You're gonna have to do that exact same dance again with a different song or something. Or if you, they love a specific character that you just goofed around with, just being unserious and just humiliating yourself. And if people like it. And if you get so many followers that you fall in love with it yourself, hey, guess what? You're going to have to do that again. You're going to have to do that again. So in a way, followers that you get are the audience. But the audience controls you now. If you want the followers, if you want the money, if you want the success, if you want the fame. So what they do is, hey, dance around, monkey. Come on, monkey. Do things. Entertain us, monkey. You know? And as an entertainer, oh, I got all this success, but now I'm forced to do this. Of course, people do it because it generates into money, it generates into fame, and it generates into love. People love you. It's just so fucking... It's... You're selling yourself way short. Okay, you do get money. I see how it's tempting, me working 9 to 5. I see how that's tempting. Quitting your job... Being able to make money just dancing around like a monkey, getting followers, that sort of shit, being famous for 15 minutes. I get it. You want to escape. I get it. It's like these satsumas right here, satsuma pieces right here. They're delicious. But you shouldn't have them. Because if you have them, then you'll get desperate, you, <laughs> you'll cling for fame, and... You know what? Life won't be that good after those 15 minutes. Okay. So. They took up certain examples and everything. There was this one guy called. Sorry being disrespectful. Eating satsumas. I'm looking at. On Instagram right now. And, of course, I can't find him. But, um... His name was, like, Kill... 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 Killer... Killrex, or Killer, or something like that. Um... And... Hold on, Whisper... His name was... Slot Whisper. Kirill. Yeah, Kirill. So... Kirill was this guy through who threw parties and like became famous for it and just everywhere he goes um, their tits out and their alcohol and every sort of like he generates so many people because of his following and everything every single club he goes to becomes uh, so popular and so much fucking naked stuff and that sort of thing and that lifestyle he had to cling to because it made him money and everything and that's because why he became famous so guess what he did it so much every single day that he almost died now worth it no at the end of the sort of series he's like you know i want to find a wife and everything but i just thought to myself living that lifestyle being so disrespectful on the internet ruining your life and then i know i just felt that sort of way of you know you don't really care once you got famous people once you got the attention you lose grip you lose the touch of things you lose everything like 
Imagine it's a roller coaster and you're holding on to the bar. You drop the, you like let go of that bar second two, you know? And now you're just flying off and you have no control over yourself. One year later, after all the boosting and all the likes you got and all the followers and all that sort of traffic you gained and all that money you gained. Now you go, shit, I don't know who I am and I'm so fucked up. I'm not stable. I am not stable at all. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I what I will do if it's not for this. How can I get out of it? You know? And also, by gaining a reputation depending on what you do, it's a it's hard to even get back to the normal life if you would like to. Because he he'd been so disrespectful on the internet and that sort of thing. So, yeah, going into it, fame has a super fucking high cost to some to some degree, you know? If you want to make it by your own rules, like I want to, then hey, it's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be super goddamn difficult. But if I just post like a Instagram story goofing around and it became, becomes famous, then I have a decision. Shall I put myself in this box being trapped and being directed by my audience and giving them what they want but and i will feel like shit the only positive thing is the money that comes from it and the hearts you get on the videos you post but except that you're ruining your life is it worth it you know once people see money or in this case likes to a huge degree a lot of people just sell their soul. And what's even worse is you might have a teenager or 12-year-old or a 10-year-old with an iPhone looking at that sort of thing. Hey, that's a good influence, guys. Super cool and good. You sold yourself short for money, and therefore you're not just bringing harm to yourself, but to others, especially the young ones. I see myself as a very stable person. I have my flaws, obviously, but I have a certain... I feel like I have a certain feel of when something's wrong and when something's right. I'm very moral, very moral. And I'm very compassionate. Empathetic to some degree, sympathetic to some degree. But if something's fucked up, I have a sense of, you know, understanding that it is fucked up and not just going with the flow and just getting out of control. In that way, I think I'm very stable. And me looking at those sort of things is just fucking awful. You ha- it feels like if you want some sort of success, you have to sell your soul a little bit. Your soul can cost a lot. It it can be worth a lot. But is it worth more than money? I also, on the documentary there, it was... uh, So Paris Hilton is basically the god of the mall, basically. She's the social media god. Goddess. As people, you know, put it into this documentary. And one thing... 
I fucking hated it and it was so disgusting so I couldn't just like oh my god if you know the photographer Dave LaChapelle or David LaChapelle I'm a fan of his work hold on if you know who Travis Scott is and if you know his latest album Astroworld he photographed that okay He's an artist. So, the the thing I sort of disres like so fucking awful in that way. I like hey, I like your work, David Lachapelle, but what you did, holy shit, are you fucking kidding me? Shame on you. Shame on you. Again, shame on you. Are you fucking kidding me? What he did was. Paris was like a teenager at the time, and she told this story about her and her sister um, was being photographed by David, David LaChapelle. And David LaChapelle lied to her parents, saying, we're just going to have a shoot, nothing, not so serious, blah, blah, blah. He made up an excuse. He, he lied to the parents and said, like, this is only a shoot. Shoot, I don't know what exactly he said, but he made up something that sounded good so that Paris Hilton and her sister could go on this journey uh, with the photographer. Now, I believe the sister was unraged, and you know, David LaChapelle took the Hilton sisters and to this like. to a motel and shot them outside with a really fucking perverted look it was basically a shooting nudes almost um paris hilton showing breasts um her sister was lying down drunk sort of that sort of feeling to it and paris just being photographed in a very revolutionary way like fuck you parents and showing tits and all that stuff and then she told uh, the docu- like the people that documented this, like, David called the next day because uh, she thought, you know, these photographs are never going to be seen anywhere. And David was like, good news. Vanity Fair wants these photographs. And you were like, holy shit, are you fucking kidding me? So he sort of, I felt... In a way, you can see it as David LaChapelle was sort of like, "Hey, yeah, let's be rebellious and let's let's do this." Who? Um, but another way, you know, you took the daughter's innocence, and at that age, when you're that young and when you just want to be rebellious and everything, and if you have an adult like egging on that and going, "Yeah, let's do it, let's do it, yeah, woohoo." That's just so fucking wrong. You're staring her into the wrong direction in life. And... And shaming her in a way. Just because you know that that will be successful. You know that that will make money. You will get money. She will get money. They will all become a bit more famous. But that's just so fucking wrong from a moral perspective. I just like, yeah, as an artist, is it worth it? Hell no. As an artist, you have to be respectful for your subject. 
not disrespecting for disrespecting disrespecting that disrespecting them in that way tricking a teenager into doing those sort of fucking horrible things and like yeah she got fame for it and if, if, if things blew up for her but was it worth it selling a huge part of your soul into it like a degrading thing for that and the, the the awful fact that I'm I'm guessing that David LaChapelle knew what he was doing. He knew that she could be something. In in he he looked at it into a like a, a potential way of oh I can get something out of this. You don't you don't do that. You don't do that at all. Be respectful. Are you kidding me? Be goddamn respectful. Does the good guys ever win? I mean, if you look at it, I mean, he's been in photographic here in Sweden, and he's exhibited all across the world. He is... He's done mistakes. He's done awful things. And then you look at things and go, hmm, he's quite successful. And that's just one part of the story, you know? Paris might not just be the first one. You know, before... Before in the fashion world, hey, you know, going into more photography related stuff. But in the fashion world, Mark Webber and uh, Mario Testino, fucking, got, um, they got, what the fuck do you call it? Accused of being sexual on set, and like sexually harassing the models. I'm like, are you? fucking kidding me and those are the guys who photograph for vogue again are you fucking kidding me now that might not be the case but if it's the case i feel like there's always two sides of the coin here in one way you can flip things maybe mario testino did something that like a huge company didn't like so they just wanted to paint him black and cover up with lies and everything and go, yeah, he's a pervert. Maybe. It's not impossible. It's the same thing with Bill Cosby. And that sort of thing. Where like 50 goddamn women came out and went like, yeah, I got raped by him. At that point, you're like, okay, you know what? I don't think it's a cover-up, okay? But you're always skeptical. You're always like, is this true? Is What's the truth? What is the truth? And is the truth... Always more juicy than a lie. No, obviously not. The truth is the truth. The truth is what happened. What really happened. The lie can be twisted and turned into things that are more um, shocking to the audience. And that's what the audience wants to hear and everything. You're catering to the audience. But also you're making the audience, okay? It's not the audience's fault. The reason, the thing you put out in the beginning on Instagram or on Vine, and then you're complaining about, hey, they want me to continue. You started it. You pushed that button in the first place. You published that in the first place. You you put it out there for others to see. Now they like that. Some things they like. And now you're blaming them for like they want more? Well, why did, why did you put it out in the first place? 
or after you put it out, why did you continue making it? Make things that you can appreciate and you can love, okay? Make things that you can be proud of. Make things that can make people feel, make truth out of things, okay? If you make true things, if you make pure things, things that comes from your heart and your soul. I'm not going to lie to you and say fame will come. I have no idea. But I'd rather, I rather do that than to sell my soul. Because guess what? You're going up a little bit, but then you're going fucking down to hell. And then you have to dig yourself up of that. So that little bump you get, is it worth the depth you're going to fall later? That's been everything for me. I'll see you guys next week.